What's up, everybody? I'm sitting across from Keith, and I'm Wood. Uh-huh. We've been drinking a long time. Yep. This is going to be interesting. This is so what you're saying. I'm happy right now. I'm happy yeah. because we're back to our nexus, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'm gonna hit the emails. You good with that word? I, I like the emails. Our podcast I like the emails. Has been popping off lately. Yeah. Motherfuckers has been excited. Yeah, they are to listen yeah. to us. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we got the the fucking uh, what, what, what's it? Ask Radio. Yep. Ask that right. FM. We just yep. got picked Monday up nights. by. We got picked up by who? Who did uh, you get? Uh, Amazon Music Amazon and Audible. Music. Yeah, so so you yeah. can talk to your fucking, that... Um, the little lady in the corner. That spy bitch is yeah. who she is. Uh-huh. She, she's always a woman, because you know women are always listening. Yeah. Always listening. Well, I, I changed, uh, so I have that one, and I have the other one, the, the G guy. And I, I say guy because I changed their voices, both of them, to male. So when you say G guy, does he sound like Easy E? <laughs> I wish that would be badass. Wouldn't that be badass? <laughs> If you swear and everything, right, right. yeah, it'd be badass. Emails, man. We got Mac. Mac says, "What a great mask off." Dave and JD have hearts of gold. I guess JD's is woman. Yeah, I, I didn't know that till I read this email. Yeah, I did not either. And I truly some of the best people in the world. I wasn't bothered at all listening to Keith orgasm every time Dave talked about <laughs> meat and spices. I'm in a weird place, I suppose. You know, you know when that motherfucker was describing how mm-hmm. he cooks shit, it just, you yeah. know, just it's like Phil Collins, rain down on me. Put your spices down on me, and <laughs> and, and then thereafter lick them off. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fall is officially here, and that means the world is going to be overrun by Karen's ring, <laughs> tall brown boots. Oh yeah. With sweaters and dumb fucking hats, all uh-huh. seeking their pumping spice, whatever. I wish Toronto would have got them. The only yeah <laughs> playoffs and swole uh-huh. slang. Since they all have my favorite socks, go Dodgers! All right, because the Dodgers got a, a lot of Red Sox right yeah, now. Yeah, they do. Yeah, we learned that uh, via because that's from Mac. I'm assuming. And I'm going to continue to dog Mac because when you're sitting here <laughs> and placing me, when I decide to use my hat as a my hat, my yeah, head yeah. as a battering ram, <laughs> that motherfucker didn't talk sports one time. Nope. All right. Uh-uh. But now he wants to be sports all yeah, the time. Yeah, it's, I do yeah. when it counts, right? Sports-centric here on his emails. Missy says, love listening to this mask off. Fun to hear new ideas on how to cook and season your food. My husband is constantly on the classifieds looking for different kinds of smokers and grills to try out different methods. We have two Traegers and three different kinds of Webers. Stolen? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just assuming... <laughs> We are using our Weber Vertical Charcoal Smoker today to make some yummy, tender, fall-off-the-bone ribs. We have a mini version that we like to take camping so we can cook all of our friends and family ribs as well. That's so fucking cute, all right? (laughs) Also, tragic news (laughs) on my deer meat. The butcher butchered Mm, our order and mm. accidentally ground up the two roasts we asked for out of it. 
granted we will have a ton of fucking ground deer and two oh and six pounds of jerky but we totally looking forward to the roast <laughs> and don't get upset if you find out you have human meat in your roast because we killed that motherfucker that butchered our shit <laughs> Chopped his head off and sold it to the cartel to transport cocaine across the border. It's, that's really gamey shit there. Old timey Andy's in the house. Mm. Oh, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Jim Croce and food. That's right up my alley. I like to listen while I'm whittling wood or churning butter. <laughs> he keeps the bad blood away so I don't have to fetch the leeches for bloodletting. Yeah. I wish I knew you had a real life canteen cook on. <laughs> I would have sent in some questions. I want to know how far do I need to store my salted meats from my outhouse? Mm. <laughs> or what kind of cheese the moon is made of? Swiss. And how long my milk will last in a tin can? It seems after a while I get mighty powerful bellyache when I drink it. Any pleasure? <laughs> Anywho, pleasure to listen to you fellas every week on my transistor radio. Yeah, yeah thank um, you. That was Andy, right? Right. That was old timey Andy. Andy. Old timey Andy. Yeah, it's been a minute since we've heard from old timey Andy. Frontman Wooden Keith. Oh boy. When the mask off, warm up questions reminded me of a five year old swinging and missing on a T-ball post. <laughs> I knew we were in for trouble. <laughs> Croce, Selma, Pinacoladas sealed the deal. Croce, what the fuck? Davy mm-hmm. was fittingly the Croce S frontman for a traveling grill group. Not my yeah. first thought when the epic frontman entered into the conversation. Mac, Big Mike, Chris, definitely. Uh-huh. Having sampled only a small amount of eats, I'm 100% team grill guys. Not really fair to Davey. Having not sampled his fare. <laughs> Life is not fair. <laughs> you know, okay. just, no, can, uh, let me pause this right quick to I, use Wood's work. We're up on a rooftop in the middle of a fucking city. We're not at the woodshed. No, I feel like we're doing we're, some other shit. We're, I feel like I'm sitting in a picture, to be honest with you. We're 16 floors yeah, up. In a picture. Yeah. We're having a good time, right? Yeah, the, we are. This patio looks better than my fucking living room. <laughs> All right. I'm a little flabbergasted right now. So back to the email. Fun episode, nonetheless. No offense, Davey. I'm sure your food is 100% better than your story, <laughs> than your stage presence. Love, Jamathan. <laughs> wow. That's the end of the emails. Yeah. I'm drunk. Here we are. Let's roll. Yeah. Um, and this brings us to uh, those end of those emails brings us to our snaggles. And um, I would like to be able to pinpoint a specific snaggles all over the board. But we have so many different things. Cutthroat. So, uh huh. Pilsner. Yep. And uh, Pale Ale, all rented out by Uinta. Brewing Company. Well, don't forget uh, Hard Seltzer West Water, which is what I'm drinking. Seltzer. Is yeah. it cl- it, does uh-huh. it taste as good as your fucking White Claw Tiger Claw? <laughs> it's actually better. What do you, what do you drink? What is that shit you drank that I just closed my eyes to? What is that called? That, this is the White Claw stuff. White Claw. Yeah. But oh, this is... I just put that together. White Claw and Tiger Claw. This is a good segue. You're doing <sighs> the right thing. Tiger Claw Tattoo is our sponsor for our snaggles. <laughs> And they are in Mill Creek, guys, which is just a stone's throw from where we're sitting. Right actually. now on a rooftop. Yeah, we could probably actually, we're up here so high, we could probably throw a stone and hit their building, but mm-hmm. we wouldn't do that. Oh, I, um, I have an um, announcement for everybody concerning Tiger Claw Tattoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's the COVID season. Okay. Um, <clears throat> that might end sometime in November. It, um, if you have been traveling... And you come back into the state and you want to get a tattoo by Tiger Claw Tattoo, you need to wait at least 10 days. 
And also, they are not taking walk-ins at this time because um, we don't. They don't know where you came from, so you got to schedule that out. So, <laughs> so they got to get You got to schedule schedule your time with Tucker Claw Tattoo. Give them a phone call, holler at them. If you're coming in from out of state, make sure you spend at least two weeks here because why wouldn't you want to? And um, people then, that get tattoos will have that kind of time. All right. Well, they've so got they, to have that kind of they're time. They're on the run. <laughs> All right. They're trying to change their description. Yeah. So Tiger Claw Tattoo, guys, they're in Mill Creek. There's a couple little rules, but not a big deal. You can go, still go get inked up by those guys. They're fantastic. So go check them out. We're going to lead it a little different this time. Yep. So we went full fucking circle. Not that the podcast is ending. Nope, this is some no. shit you would do if this was a sitcom. Right, and we're trying to bring it all back around. Yeah, you know, like to reboot for the next season. Yeah, like remember when the Brady Bunch got Oliver? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. uh, the special needs three. bastard yeah, right. stepchild. Yeah, uh-huh. you hear that voice? I in. remember. This is our original mask off we had in here. This Very is first. mask off number one. Numero this is uno. Liam, uh-huh. the fighting, knocking down motherfucker. He's back in the house. Yeah, and he's yep. here with us to run the show. As as um, has been coined, and as we like to say, this is not a mascot. No, this ain't a mascot. Not a mascot. This is somebody coming to shoot the shit with us, and we're yeah. blessed to have him in here. What have you been up to with yourself, man? You been kicking heads off the shoulders? Um, not really. I uh, I moved to Orange County recently, and I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's a very thank you for all the smoke. In the air here. I appreciate it. Thank you, you for sending it. You guys have more smoke here than we do in Southern California, mm-hmm. and it is bizarre. These Santa Ana trade winds blew everything into the Utah Valley, and I apologize. <laughs> Treat it like a true asshole. You blow your load all over something else and yeah. not even worry about it. Bro. Yeah, no, uh-uh. You know? Look, I'm good. Yeah. I'm clean. That's scary, because I'm not good with somebody <laughs> blowing a fucking load on me, man. I'm, I'm speaking it. as all I was him. Prove it. <laughs> so... <laughs> So in true form, uh-huh. all right. So yep. we we got a we got a fighter in here. We do. We, he, he kicks ass. Yeah. I, I want to start the show today with, but we're wrong if we kick their ass. Ooh, I like these because uh-huh. we got a cat that likes to kick ass yep. for less reasons than this. Yep. All right. So Liam, I would like to talk to you about the morgue worker arrested after giving birth to a dead man's baby. How'd she get that baby out of there? Um, your wait, guess wait, is wait, as good wait. as mine. Wait. S- talk to me. Say that again. Yeah. Please. Okay. Thank you. I will. A, a dead wor- man's baby. Okay. Would you like me to say it again? Yeah. You want to talk over me? I'm on you. I'm going right. to probably talk over you. Morgue worker. <laughs> nope. Let me start over. Morgue worker arrested. Morgue worker. Got it. There you go. Sober guy. Morgue <laughs> worker arrested after giving birth to a dead man's baby. She got semen out of him somehow. She knows where they keep it. Matter of fact, where does semen mm. accumulate in the body? Is it like a lifetime? So is there a reservoir I, for semen? Like you only have so many nuts in your life? I don't know. I don't think so. It builds up over time. It comes through all that shit. I think I, for us lucky men, um, right. we, we produce semen our entire lives. Okay. Lucky is a relative statement because for you, it costs money. All right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Each, each load's a For a me, payment. it's just a good time. Yeah. <laughs> but anyhow, she somehow got semen up out of this dead guy and had a baby with it. Huh. I, Should we you, kick her ass, Liam? That's kind of strange. I think she's got some uh, mental health disorders. But I th- what I think she needs to probably invest her time mentally in is realizing that when a body decomposes, it's filled with all kinds of <laughs> bacteria. <laughs> and that what that bacteria can do, it's, it's a flesh-eating bacteria, uh-huh. similar to rancid goats that are found in Africa. And one of your <laughs> last mass-off guests, I won't mention his name, told me a very interesting story that actually happened here in Salt Lake County. 
about a is it necrophilia when you're engaged? fucking a dead person? Yes. I think so. It'll be necrophilia yeah. all day. Necrophilia. Anyway, an individual was engaged in that kind of activity. Mm-hmm. This individual then got into a relationship with a female, mm-hmm. convinced said female to um, finish on <sighs> said female's face um, that after that man had had some necrophiliac acts. Got onto her face. There was a flesh-eating bacteria on her face. They didn't know what it was. They had to take multiple tests. Doctors finally came back and said, either you have been to Africa recently and come back and been exposed to this certain bacteria <laughs> and or you have dead, rotting flesh on your face. Okay. First of all, so, why is I, it always Africa? Second of all, <laughs> no, I don't know. No, se- second of all, what you're saying is in layman's terms is somebody fucked a dead person and yep. fucked a live person. And when they came in that live person's face, they got a worm in their yeah. eye. Yeah. It wasn't even about breaking it down. Basically. It was, yes. It was just a facial is all it was. Yeah. It was, it was a money shot. Yep. Yeah. I, 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 that actually, that story was actually published. I read that story and, uh, sure enough, she didn't know what was going on. And doc's like, so how many dead people you been with? What? And she's like, uh, excuse me? Well, my so-and-so works for a more... Mortuary. Yeah, like his that's father what owned a mortuary morgue he, to, to which he worked for, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So how did we get there? Oh, because the pregnant lady. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she extra- extracted it from his testicles. Apparently she did because she had his kid. But see, on the <laughs> other side, I'm like, all right, so the dead family still gets a slice. Of, so say he didn't have any kids. I'm being the devil's advocate, uh-huh, yeah, which yeah. I hate to do, right? But uh-huh. I'm going to do it. Maybe she didn't have any Maybe he didn't have any kids. And maybe, you know, now he's got a kid that they can love and, yeah, and touch. Yeah, She's a fucking freak. Yeah, that's, Don't listen to that's me. terrible. That's terrible. Parents charged with second-degree murder after their daughter dies from severe lice infestation. But we're what? wrong if they kick their ass. All right, we've all had that dirty kid in fucking school. Yeah, all right? but yeah. this is on some other shit. I didn't know lice can kill you. Um, I didn't either. I didn't that either. Mu- that must be pretty pretty bad because I've uh, had to treat lice on a child and um, y- like you put some shampoo on it, you disinfect everything, you clean everything, you wash everything, you, you heat, and then this you lice the infection was so bad that the kid died. So that means they burrowed into their brain, uh, into their heart, and ate them up. Right, that's terrible, and yeah. I think we ought to kick their ass for that. Do you even fight people like that, Liam? No, that that fucking dirty. Because if the kid has lice, who knows what's coming out her fucking wooget? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? His his well, his, if she his, has a wooget, she probably doesn't have lice on it. His balls are fucked up. Because I I think a wooget is like no, a wooget is a, is a clean vagina. I know, but it can it's clean be clean shaving. or it can be hairy. It I'm doesn't pretty matter. Sure, no, I'm pretty sure it's clean shaven. That's be cl- actually scabies or pubic lice is what you're thinking of. <laughs> All right. That's the mass that needs to be kicked. Does that would help? you hunt those people down? Yeah. Would, you, would you be the justification of why they got their ass kicked? <sighs> yeah. Like, duty of care to a, a child or an infant is a pretty serious thing. And if you let a child die due to that severe neglect, I think. Fuck them up. Yeah. Fuck them up. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't you wish it was a different world where you could just go on vigilante shit? Like, I could hire you to go fuck people up. Like, my mailman. I can't stand my mailman. <laughs> if I paid you a certain amount of money, would you go beat his ass for leaving notes in my fucking... No, seriously. This asshole... He leaves uh, you notes? Yeah, yeah, he's loses that little fucking mailman shit, and he checks that little box. Um, your car's too close. Garbage can's too close. Shovel the snow. Um, there's a rock there. There's a pebble. Uh, my mail lady's my fantastic. hurt. My my yeah, mail lady's right. fantastic. We got a new one. So last year when I was snowed in, the, that mailman, 
he uh, would not deliver my mail because the six feet of snow that I couldn't move out of the way, um, that the plows kept pushing in the way, he wouldn't deliver my mail. And he kept leaving me notes. Now I have a mail lady. It doesn't matter what's there. She'll get out and she'll walk it up to my door. If something's in the way of my mailbox, my mail lady will get up and walk it to the door. Set it yeah. at, the, at the doorstep. I don't That's know. She do her job. She yeah. do her job. Yeah, yeah she's badass. Hell yeah. Do you want to awesome. know what they do in the upper peninsula of Michigan when there's snow up to the mailbox? Let's hear it. They do their job and they deliver the fucking mail. You know what? <laughs> I, I wish I could take my mailman yeah. right now and shove his face in that comment he just said because he's yeah. a fucking bitch, man. All right. Back to we're wrong if we kick their ass. Okay, you right. got another. Um, somebody beat the shit out of Rick Moranis. Now Rick yeah, Moranis. I saw this. There's a video of this. Why? Why did beat a Rick Moranis? I don't know. Like the most, un- the most unassuming one of the most unassuming humans on the planet, and you're gonna punch him? You're gonna punch him. That, that, yeah. There's no street cred to that. <clears throat> no, none I, at all. He, he's even a dork in Ghostbusters. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Honey, I shrunk the kids. He's a dork there. And you're going to go and punch him in the fucking face? He raised your ass? Yeah. He's part of your childhood and you punch him in the face? Yeah. This, this, nope. is, mm-hmm. this is why I need you out there. You need to open a business, Liam, and people can hire you to go and just do a roundhouse kick in people's face. Me and some of my friends. <laughs> Which is a scary situation. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So, very, I, very. If there's a mob of you guys, this is a scary situation. Yes. I'll bet you that asshole is, uh, if you said to him, who are you going to call? He's going to say Ghostbusters, not realizing what he just did. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What a dick. Yeah. But we're wrong. All right. No, we're wrong if we kick their ass. Uh, here, here's another one. I don't know if you guys know who uh, Chris Watts is. Chris Watts is a cocksucker motherfucker that killed his wife, pregnant wife, oh. and his two... Little girls, he dumped them into an oil tanker alive, oh. so he can get. Oh with yeah, his, yeah, I know what you're talking. So about. he can get with his ugly fucking girlfriend in Colorado. Okay. Yep. Now yep. they they came out with a Netflix documentary on it called American yep. Murder: Family Next Door, and he's um having stress from that. He doesn't want people knowing all his business. Who gives a shit? Hey asshole, That's don't kill problem. your family. Yeah. That's then the problem people, won't wanna, people won't want to know your business if you don't kill your family. Because guess what? A lot of murderers, there's a lot of movies and shows about them. Because guess what? We think you're shitty. He's triggered by it, and he wishes it would stop. Good. See, this is, Good. Liam, this, this is why I think people who are convicted murderers should just be eradicated. Because we're spending time dealing with these motherfuckers. We're feeding them. We're clothing them. We're housing them. We're giving them medical. And some of these motherfuckers are getting... Um, Air quotes, college degrees and shit. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Fuck that. It's a waste of time. Yep. So yep. he's another one I want you to kill. Basically, what I'm talking right now, Liam, is people I want you to kill. <laughs> All right? Who do you want me to kill? But <laughs> I put this under, we're wrong if we kick your ass, but I think this is fucking awesome. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. No, no, that no. Anyone... no not, Chris, not Chris Watts. I'm on some other shit. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Keep going. In another lens. Disabled citizens get paid money from the government to spend on prostitutes. Mm. The hookers for the handicap program covers the cost <laughs> of up to 12 prostitutes a year. It is reported the scheme has dramatically reduced the levels of depression among the disabled. Now, yep. Right? Oh, yeah. All right. So in the picture, they got a guy in a wheelchair. I didn't know you'd fucking dick work. When you it know, may not. It, it's from the. It may not from, from the bottom down. It now, may not. Maybe you got a, a dislocated shoulder. Is that disabled? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of disabilities, right? Anymore. So yeah, maybe maybe they're missing their right hand. I think that's a good though. I do too. I'm with that as a good. I put that in the good category there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's definitely a good. Hook them up, let them get a little bit. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. In fact, uh, one of our. Um, Christmas guests. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, oh shit, his name just drew, I drew, drew, but Chris, um, our atheist. Oh yeah. He recently, I don't know where the hell he was. He was on a trip somewhere, but he, uh, sent a picture. Okay. And it's of a gentleman holding a sign. It says, um, uh, looking for money for hookers. So he gave the guy some money. Let me ask you a question, Liam. Do you think prostitution should be illegal? Illegal or legal? Illegal. Do you think it should be illegal? No, I don't. And why? This, and this is why. It's it's legal in a lot of places around the world. It's legal in Japan. It's legal in Australia. And the amount of rape that they have um, in both of those countries is significantly lower than what it is here in the U.S. It, it gives people a natural outlet um, to... Instead of raping somebody. Instead of raping someone. <laughs> Here's my question for you. Okay. You being a fighting motherfucker. For him, not me. I'm sorry. You're a fighter, too. I was... Wood. Oh, I'm a fighter. No, he really. Fights, I fight in court. He fights court cases. That's all he <laughs> fights. You being a fighter. So you're a Joe Rogan fan, I would assume. Yes. All right. See how I painted you with that broad brush? Yeah, you did. You're That's a Joe right. Rogan fan. Um, right now, Caitlyn Jenner is mad at Joe Rogan because she says he's a homophobic. Now... I, I've dogged Joe mm. Rogan on this podcast because Joe Rogan's always about, oh, I know smart people. I have a lot of friends. Mm. I know people that do this. Oh, yeah, my one friend that owns a fucking Maserati that floats on the air. You know, he's always had this fucking <laughs> shit. He's real condescending. <laughs> I don't know if you get that because you've been kicked in the head a lot of times. No offense. Please don't stand up. But I'm just saying, you know, you know I mean, Joe Rogan always comes to people uh. like he's better than, you know, like he's a world traveler. But I'm going to look out for him right now because... Um, you got Caitlyn Jenner, who is really Bruce fucking Jenner. And nobody yeah. calls him on this shit. So she's like, she's got me doing it. Bruce Jenner's like, Joe Rogan's a homophobe because he said some shit that um, Bruce Jenner didn't like. But my, my question is this. How come there's no pushback for Bruce Jenner all of a sudden wearing a dress? I mean, he's wearing miniskirts and his balls are showing. Am I not <laughs> supposed to tell you your fucking balls are showing? You understand what I'm saying? So he's offended, I guess... Joe Rogan's First Amendment rights and or freedom of speech don't matter anymore? No, no, just the way no. he feels. Okay. Just the way he feels. No, so because it. you can offend somebody's feelings. That, so, I mean, that's what he did. That's Jenner's feelings that, that are more important than freedom of speech. Jenner's buying tampons and can't actually use them, but Joe <laughs> Rogan's supposed to be okay with that. Which I think. If I he mean, dips them in alcohol and shoves them up his ass, I think he's going to get by just fine. You think he puts the tampons up his ass? Why wouldn't he? If you're buying them, what are you going to do with them? I, I highly doubt he has a menstrual cycle. No, he doesn't have a menstrual <laughs> cycle. Highly, There's like, no way he could have one. Why would he? Why can't Joe Rogan call him out on that? But according uh. to, according to the internet, according to Caitlyn Bruce Jenner, which is uh. weird because this is one ugly motherfucking girl. Yeah. You know, but nobody yeah. nobody talks you're not, about you're that. You're not allowed to say that. You're not allowed to say that. Have why? It's yeah. Canceled. Why? Why? Why can't Joe feel the <laughs> way he fucking some feels? I wonder how many canceled it, and if you offend him, then you're broken and you're wrong. Too. I wonder how many dudes are lining up to. Uh, Get with uh, Caitlin. There's some freaks out there. No there, doubt. There's, no there's doubt. somebody out no there that's down with that. There's somebody out there that wants to get with that. Uh huh. You know, yeah. that, that's just what we. You you could. Everybody's got to fuck. I told you. I've looked on the internet. I've looked at a lot of fucking porn <laughs> in my life, okay? And the only authentic porn I couldn't find, I couldn't find albino porn. Like, authentic like albino porn. Albino on albino? Right. Stuff? I, I could find, like, white girl with, like, bright white hair, but she wasn't right. albino. Right. I'm talking albino. Because you can tell the difference. Yeah, yeah oh, you yeah. You can tell the difference. Yeah, absolutely yeah. you can tell uh -huh. the difference. Because they still have the look of whatever ethnicity they are, whether uh -huh. they be black or fucking Filipino or, yeah. you know, yeah. Russian. Yeah. 
But no, these are just blonde girls with yeah, white skin. Yeah, that's stupid. All right, so that's yeah, the only thing I couldn't find. Count. So, um, guys out there, one time I talked about a song I couldn't find. I talked about a song. Yeah, we, you did. We got like nine, somebody, yeah, huh? nine people to send to song. Somebody so called you out on it. I guess next week we're going to get a lot of albino yeah, porn. Yeah, buckle up, buddy. I'll be we're satisfied to, because I couldn't find it when I was looking for it. We're about to watch a lot of albino porn. Because me and one of my buddies, we had, a, a, we had like this, this competition. Who could find the most rancid porn? Mm. I mean, we found porn with guys and girls getting kicked in nuts in the head. I mean, that's right up your alley, Liam. No, incorrect. <laughs> you kick people in the nuts and head. Can you kick people Not in the, the nuts? nuts. No, it's, you can't kick them in the nuts. That's, cannot, a, that's a foul. It's a foul. It's frowned upon. And that's why yeah. we have steel cups around our genitalia to you, protect from that kind of activity. You wear a steel cup? I do. Do you really? I do. Uh, oh, you think that highly of your balls? I don't know. Well... <laughs> I'm just not into the feeling of having bones shoved into my genitalia <laughs> at warp speed because it isn't feeling too great. Have thing. you ever been kicking in the nuts? I have. Oh, and who who kicked you in the nuts? Your oh. sister? Your sister didn't sister do that. Sister has one. Your sister kicked you in the nuts? My sister has given me the most severe concussion I've ever had in my entire life. Well, tell, do tell the story, please. Fourth grade, Highland Drive, Cedar City, Utah. Uh, I got a little <laughs> mouthy with my sister. What'd you call her? Uh, Jean, usually. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, did I, what name did I call? I don't know. I don't know what I said. What, what caused her to get pissed off? I, I don't know. I was alive. They generally made her mad at me. Okay. And I was sitting on my bed. She uh-huh. grabbed me by the feet. And, and this girl is built like a pit bull. Yeah. So she grabbed me by both my feet, pulls me off my bed, and the first thing to hit the ground was my skull, mm-hmm. which ricocheted, just bounced off of, like, concrete on carpet. And I was out. Uh-huh. She ran up the stairs. The first thing I remember, she's looking down the stairs, and she's just giggling. There's a spiral staircase, and I'm just like, Ehh! and she's laughing. And I was like, <laughs> cool. Couldn't stop throwing up all night. Severe concussion. It was the worst one. You but, know, was it, but was there a nut kit with that? She's, she has definitely done some nut striking, but nothing compared wow. to, like, other professional savages where they're trying to throw an inside leg kick and it misses and it cashes you and the cash and prizes and gets all through <laughs> and it's, it's not fun. You know, and uh, this is a slightly off topic for getting kicked in the nuts. However, I'll say that um, having it, so I have an older brother and an older sister. I will say that an older sister is far more terrifying than having an older brother. I can uh, see that. Yeah, yeah. They, they So, because the brother, like, he understands. Like, there's parts that are off limits. You mm-hmm. don't do certain things. Like, mm-hmm. you're gonna fight. You're gonna punch. You're gonna you're gonna fight. An older sister, though, like, you got to tread a little bit lightly because it's, she's a girl, but she's a savage and she's nasty and she's gonna hurt you. And I learned very hard lessons from older women. My sister beating the <laughs> shit out of me. So I I tread lightly with older women. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. W- women are ruthless, man. Yeah, there's no rules for them. Women are fuck. They don't give a fuck. Let's just put it that way, man. Mm-hmm. I I, I want to talk to you about this. So I was having a conversation with somebody. These are not my words. These are my buddy's words. And he said, <laughs> "Wow," he said that being married to somebody in a wheelchair would like be would be like being married to somebody who's a toddler because you have to take <laughs> care of him. You know what I mean? What? And I think I I mean it's I, fucked up. Yeah. Right? I, I, and I don't know. I don't know that I. Totally agree with that because as an adult, well, you got to pick them up and put them in the bed. Not you gotta help them on it. Do they not have arms? They do have arms. I mean, can they not use those arms? I, like, but not everybody has the upper body strength to lift themselves up no, from a wheelchair it, to a bed. Yeah, but if you've been in a wheelchair for a significant amount of time, you've got a sh- pretty shredded upper body. Typically. Yeah, but when's the last time you see somebody rolling themselves in a wheelchair? Normally, it's just somebody pushing them or they're having an electric one. 
Okay, it's you're a ta- rascal. <laughs> and if you're in a rascal, you're like 97 years old, right? And your insurance. And look, insurance doesn't even have to pay. You can get it for free. We were talking a straight wheelchair. Yeah. Is it, uh, is it a quadriplegic? Is it a paraplegic? Is someone have cerebral palsy? Is someone have <laughs> a head injury? What are we talking, Keith? Well, I, I, I still, I still stand by that. If if you're in a wheelchair, your your uh, your lower half is is broken. Mm-hmm. Um, your upper body, whether you get, but it's because you see them getting pushed around by their significant other in the mall. I, I bet they still could kick your ass upper body. They, most of them are pretty shredded. I'm not talking about the, the homeless guy that stole somebody's jazzy that's cruising around downtown. You know, th- that's a whole different story. I'm talking about the legit person that's in a wheelchair. So you're talking armrest and they could kick your ass. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, you're actually not again. supposed to say homeless anymore. That's also being canceled. <laughs> What are you supposed to say? Like residentially challenged, I think is what they're called now. There's no challenge. Okay. No. I'm just letting you know just in case someone's feelings get hurt. (laughs) For the record, that wasn't my, my, those weren't my words. I know. I know. Being married to a a person in a wheelchair was like being married to a toddler. That was not my words. Right. You said that at the beginning. It did bring me to the point where like. I, I counteracted him, and I said, if you, if I ever get, like, cancer, I'm going to start robbing banks, because what do I have to lose? Nothing. What kind of cancer you got? It doesn't matter. Terminal. Ass oh, cancer, yeah. face yeah. cancer, back cancer, I don't Ear care. Ear hole cancer, it doesn't Ear matter. Hole, if, it's, if, it's, if I've got terminal cancer, yeah. all sorts of shit's going to start I'm happening. Because yeah. they're not going to put you in jail. Nope, they're not. They don't give a fuck, right? Nope, uh-uh. Because you're going to die anyway, and yeah. they don't want that fucking cost or not that liability. they're not. Right, right. <laughs> or, or in the state you currently live in. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. they, they won't no, do that either. They would probably put you. pay for your, oh, you robbed that bank? Let me give you a little bit of money to what get out of it. Were you sad when you did that? You don't get to go to jail. <laughs> that, so that was my whole thing. If, if I ever get, like, terminal cancer, I'm robbing banks with a smile. I don't give uh-huh. a fuck. Yep. <sighs> it's over. As a matter of so fact. I, I would think more people would do that. I'm sure they do. We just probably don't hear about it because if, if I'm a news person, am I going to report? Am I going to report that uh, some terminally... Ill person just robbed me. Right. Nah. Right. Gonna, you know, we're just going to let this one go. That $5,300 that you took. Go let it slide. 53. What bank are you robbing? It's usually like $1,700. No, I'm pretty, $423. I'm pretty sure. They that, don't keep a lot of money, do they? I'm, I'm pretty sure that, that <laughs> banks don't keep money anymore. No. Like, does anybody even go in those damn things? No. I, I don't know any. There's, I think the last time no I went to a bank was anymore. in January. Yeah, there's no wait anymore. You no. go into a bank, you're in and out, and they're like, uh, uh, you, you want these monies? What do we do here? <laughs> what do I, yeah, can't figure yeah. it out. <laughs> so, Liam, last week we had, a, uh, we had a mask off, which you're the original mask off. I right? am the original. You, you, nobody can ever mm. take that from you. Everything, hey, nothing came before me. Everything nothing. came after, right? You mm. stand in, you got, <laughs> you're rubbing your nipples and shit, right? <laughs> You're pissing all over the fucking field. But anyhow, we had a mask off last week, all right? And, you know, people were hit and miss with him. Yeah. I thought he was fucking awesome. Yeah. And, right. But they didn't get to sample his food either, so. They didn't get to sample his food, and they didn't get to talk to him off air. So I brought up Malcolm Reed last week, uh-huh. who's my, like, king dingling in terms of grilling. This guy, mm-hmm. I think, is the best motherfucking griller out there. Um, our mask off last week beat him head yeah. to head. Yep. And he told me that after the fucking show. Yeah. All right. And we talked about Dutch oven last week. Uh, and this motherfucker is the number one Dutch oven expert west of the Mississippi. Yeah. Um, he didn't bring that up. Nope. 
humility is not what you want to bring when you bring to this podcast. No, okay? no, no. If it, if you've listened to one, two, whip it out. Let, anything, you, let your Johnson fall out your trousers. Yeah, yeah. If anyone's listened to this podcast, uh, they'll know that Keith and I are pretty much the shit in anything. Everything. We're, we're badasses everywhere, except for our mascots. We let them have the show for a half a minute. This motherfucker won a deviled egg and grilled cheese competition. <laughs> I, and it wasn't that prison shit where you take like a hot plate and heat up the grilled cheese. This motherfucker made a gourmet grilled cheese and a gourmet double egg and won a competition. These are yep. all the things he told me after the fact and proved it. Yeah. Through documentation. Yeah. I was like, Davey, why didn't you talk about that shit when you were on here? Yep. Oh, I'm not braggadocious. Um, we wanted you to brag. Listen, this is what we need. So, <laughs> Jamin, you, you think he's whack? You think he's uh, low-key? You think he's not worthy? No, the boy's the real deal. Yeah. He's, a, he's a legend in his field. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He's and, and if you beat Malcolm Reed, you got another thing coming. Who's sending that song? You got another thing coming. I don't know. All right. Yeah, I don't know. That, that, Liam, that any shit. Suggest- I don't know. What I noticed getting older. Liam, how old are you right now? You 40? Uh, not yet. I'm 36. Years right. old, yeah. Here's what's going to start <laughs> happening to you. Because the one thing I noticed about getting older, it's like your nose hairs get more thick. And long. Yeah. They, get, they get long. And you, you're getting that right now? I'm afraid so. I always feel like I have, like, a floater in my nose. Yeah. Remember back in the 20s? Yeah. It would, it would actually be a floater. But now. It's a hair. It's a rope. Yeah. It's a rope. <laughs> and I turn that motherfucker out and it grows back. It's and like, like some paracord I could climb a mountain with. 22 yeah. minutes, the bitch grows back, man. <laughs> That's what you have coming I, forward. It's true. And then, and then, uh, so <laughs> said it's true. My my grandfather had, uh, he he had hair growing out of his ears, mm-hmm. like out of the inside, like the the ear hole. Right. Okay. Uh, I find that I have it like on that little. I don't. I don't know what it's called. That little nubbin before the hole that protects the hole. Yeah, it grows on that. What the hell's that? What the hell's a nubbin? Talk to me about a nubbin. A nubbin is like I don't know if you have nubbin. something growing. Yeah. Liam, skid. Like it's yeah. the nubbin. It's because I'm old and I have hair on my nubbin. <laughs> <laughs> a nubbin is something that grows that otherwise is kind of strange. There is a a designer company that's coming out with uh, grass stained clothes. Oh, they're what? taking clothes and they're pre. I think it's Louis Vuitton. Maybe it's Gucci. I don't fucking know. They're taking. It's got to be something overpriced. They're taking denim and they're pre-staining it for you. Now. Because nobody goes out and plays anymore. Liam, I, I come from a time where I'm so no does. I'm no. so confused no as to holes and clothes. Because I remember coming up with holes and clothes. That was like all of a sudden now you play clothes. You weren't wearing those at school because they had holes nope. in them. And if you, if right. your mother could patch them, then you were keep you they would, would keep pat- on. Going. She would take your old jeans and cut them up and yep. put the patch over the shit. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, now these motherfuckers got grass stained clothes yeah. and I'm sure they're like fifteen hundred dollars a pair. And these uh. assholes are paying for them. Um, you millennials, or excuse me, you Generation Z Z's. are some yeah, dumb it's fucks. The, it's the Generation Zs. We get, we almost at this point have to get over the the millennial talk, man, because a lot they of, listen to us, and and they they they're starting to become adults. However, they're the ones raising the Gen Zs that are complete idiots. Yeah, that are buying grass stained jeans. Yeah, you know that you have. Even if you don't own a home and you're renting somewhere, fine. You can walk to any schoolyard, any if your kids are going to school, and just have your kids run and slide on their knees. Yeah, you're gonna get grass stains. I'd like to be the person that did that. Actually, I'm like, I want to be the person that stains those jeans for you. Oh, you you'd be the smart one. Slip those bad you'd boys. You'd be the smart on. one. I would I would put them on my arms, like through. My, I put my arms through the legs and just run and dive 
Mm-hmm. And land on my elbows and stain the shit out of those that's things. That's probably what they're doing, yeah, right? That's all they're doing. I saw a woman, me and my girl, we were out the other day, and we saw probably a 60-year-old woman. 6-0? Okay. 6-0. Pregnant. Real what? pregnant. She was skinny. She had a big belly. And my girl's like, I think this woman pregnant. And, and because I'm deaf... I didn't hear it. I'm like, huh? <laughs> and she goes, I think she's pregnant. I was like, what, what, what? And she's like, come here. She took me over to the other side of the fucking room. She goes, look at that lady's belly. I think she's pregnant. I turn and I look and sure enough, she's pregnant. And she was skinny enough, you know, because you got these fat bitches now, right? right? Yeah. We don't know. No, she was straight up pregnant. And so me, being a compassionate person that you all have come to know and love over the past <laughs> four years, I'm like, well, maybe she's carrying the baby for her kid, which I think is creepy. Surrogate, yeah. I, I, I No, I, I think... I think it's creepy. Surrogate for your daughter? Yeah, definitely yeah. creepy. That would yeah. kind of have to so be for So your husband's sperm. Because it's your sister when that baby comes out. Bingo. There but, we go. But, but if she's that's 60 cuck-a-bye. and you're thinking surrogate, it would have to be for your granddaughter. I thought it was that. Um, maybe. Okay. And then I said, oh, well, maybe she likes to fuck. I mean, some people's Probably. clock don't turn off, right? Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know. It was just weird. And she knew we were looking at her, so I tried not to look at her, but I looked at her. So did she start rubbing her belly then? No, no, she she didn't touch it. She just kept on waddling down the hall. Ah, oh, that's a weird 60. But I want to ask her. Well, she had to be at least 60. She might have been 63. I don't care if you're 50 to 63. Mm-hmm. That's still like that I, I don't I don't I don't know about that. Okay, back to me and my friend looking for weird porn. You never seen old people porn? Yes, I have. With those old grandmas take it from some young dude. <laughs> yeah, and or, it's weird or, and or, or the old dude gives us some young hot girl. Oh, yeah. And I always I always look at the young hot girl and I'm just like, you have a lot of daddy issues. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To yeah. take that old shriveled up. Yeah. But I also think that when I see the the young dude with the old grandma lady, I think you got some mommy issues, buddy. Oh yeah, yeah. There's definitely issues on both sides of that coin. But there's always somebody who will pay to watch you do things or to uh, pay to yeah. get you do things. Yep. Uh huh. Uh huh. I, I I don't get it. Roy Jones, mm-hmm. Liam, what's up? You know who he is, right? I do. He's having second thoughts about fighting Mike Tyson. I would have second thoughts about him. Why would that be, Liam? Listen. Anytime people see Mike Tyson around, especially even like now, they're just like, they describe it as being around a lion. <laughs> and I, I, I completely agree with, with that sentiment. It's funny you say that because my boy's like, when, I, when we had you on and the other fighters, he's like, it's like being in a room with wild animals. And I never wanted to say that because I didn't want you guys to like lunge on me. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that's what he said because he doesn't know if you hit or miss. So go ahead. Mike Tyson's a lion. And you're a Wolverine, but continue. No, there's other people that have like talked, like other professional fighters that have been like, yeah, I was sitting next to Mike Tyson. And it's like, oh, what was that like? And it's just like, it's being like being around an uncaged lion. Wow. Mm. And you never know what's going to happen. What is that? I think it's just like he's... Is he unstable or is he just terrifying I to be I think he around? has been unstable in the past. <laughs> Plus, he was such a violent fighter before. He was, he was a vicious knockout artist, and people had a lot of respect for him. He was, you know, the heavyweight champion of the world when he was 19 years old. had, like, 21 straight KOs and just destroyed everybody. Mm-hmm. And then his, you know, his outside-of-the-ring antics and the right. stories behind some of these antics, just like, that dude's freaking scary. Like, I, I, like, I don't want to be associated with that dude. He's, he's scary. And the way he talks, the way <laughs> yeah. he acts, yeah. the way he fights, yeah. the way, like, when, if things aren't going right in his fights, it's like, I'm just going to bite your face. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, a lot has changed, you know, over the years with him. It, it sounds like he's doing well and he's had counseling and therapy and all kinds of other stuff going his way. 
and he sounds a lot more level-headed. But he's admitted on other podcasts, it's just like, you know, I start training, he's like, I get this ego. And it's just like, you, you say, man, I'm fighting somebody. It's just yeah. like, it's not going to be an exhibition. He's like, I'm going out to hurt this dude. Mm. And, and Roy mm. Jones has, has commented towards that, like, this might not be the best idea. Like, I'm sure Roy Jones is still fast. I'm sure his feet are still under him to a certain degree. But but didn't Roy's last three fights, he ended up on his back? Yeah, he's been he's been a little punchy in his last few fights. He's going to see where his jaw goes. Plus, he's fighting a guy who's a lot bigger than him. Mm-hmm. I know Roy mm-hmm. Jones has fought at heavyweight, but he was like 202 pounds when he fought this heavyweight fight. Uh, it was like against Marquez. Gosh, this was a long time. It was like circa 04. It was okay. a long time ago. Okay. And... Um, so if I'm butchering the name, I apologize. But yeah, he has uh, since then. I think his chin has gone a little bit, which like it happens with age and it happens to fighters. You know, you get hit in the jaw a few times, and you're you cutting too much weight. Stuff's gonna happen. Like your brain yeah. is not made to last forever. It's not made to get hit with bone over and over and over again. And hopefully, mm. I mean, hopefully he's got his wits enough about him. It sounds like he realizes like this guy is not really wanting to get into an exhibition fight. And he wants dude, to murder me. This dude wants to box, and I think he understands that Tyson wants to hurt him. And Tyson self-admitted, is like, yeah, we're fighting. And the, the only way I know how to fight is violently, and it's I'm, I'm going to hit you with my hooks until you die. <laughs> so, <laughs> as a boxer, as a fighter. Uh-huh. All right, so you have, you have technique, you have speed, you uh-huh. have um, power. Mm-hmm. What is the, the level? Technique le- never leaves you. It, it, speed, it, I'm going to sh- assume, diminishes. Te- technique, you know, I mean... It, for the most part, it's, it's it's ingrained to your muscle memory. It might be not as tight or as crisp as it was before, but it's something that should, or what I think stays for the most part, but it could get a little sloppy over mm-hmm. the years if you haven't done it in a decade. But for the most part, it's going to be there. This is gonna, not going to be as crisp as it was when you were polishing it okay. in your prime. What about speed and power? Um, I think you know a lot of analysts say your power – is, is the last thing to go. And I believe that. That's that old man strength. It's that old man strength. It's the size of your fist and how f- quickly you can turn that fist over. Size of the fist really matters? I think so. Why? Uh, the size of your fist is Sledgehammer like, versus ball-peen hammer. Yeah, sledgehammer versus ball-peen, BB versus marble. It's, it depends on how quickly that, that particular f- – object you're throwing namely a fist is going and how big that that item is and you've seen mm. some dudes like my man keith over here he's got fists like kitchen sinks and he throws that at you <laughs> it's gonna hurt even if it's going seven miles an hour it's gonna hurt uh-huh. uh against someone like me i i look like i should be playing the flute with my hands i got <laughs> tiny little like boy scout hands well and if you're playing the flute i'm playing the recorder because i got a little bitty one i got well, to, so. if you looked at him you're like oh those are cute I'm not going to do a whole lot with him. So I had to rely on, like, speed and, and technique and precision um, over brute force and just the size of my fist and how quickly I can turn my fist over to, to hurt you. Mm. All right. Let me ask you this, then. The, the state of MMA. All right, Conor McGregor was a hot thing when we last spoke to you. Where is it now? Who Who's the hot thing? Who is the hot thing as far as... <sighs> Conor, I mean, Conor's kind of out only because he's not... You're only as good as your last fight, and his last fight was, what, like a year, a year yeah, ago? Yeah, it's been a minute. And he's got enough money that I'm sure he really does, doesn't really care, which is fine. Like, he made his – got probably close to half, $500 million Damn. when he was fighting. Um, and, and now he's out on his bout, and he's doing his thing. Like, he might take a prize fight every now and again, but he's going to fight for a prize – like, a, it's going to be a big penny. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be probably something that's not a really a huge risk. Like, Cowboy wasn't a huge risk for him. Right. So he, 
probably doesn't really give shit. Like, mm. yeah, I'll fight that dude for two hundred million bucks or hundred million bucks, wherever it was. He's fighting plus unknown um, sponsorships plus unknown paper sh- uh, pay per views plus unknown ticket sales. Like some of that's disclosed, and a lot of it's not. He got paid. Period. He's not going to fight unless he's getting paid. We've been doing this podcast for almost four years, Will. right? Yeah, we I, have. And I, I got to mm-hmm. tell you, oh, the scariest thing I've ever heard on here is when we had Jeremy Horn on, and I asked uh-huh. him the best technique for fighting. And Jeremy Horn said to you and I, straight face <laughs> in our eyes, I says, "What's the best way to fight somebody?" He says, "On the ground." I says, "Why?" He says, "Because on the ground we're all the same size." And for some reason, that put a fucking chill up my spine. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to ask you, yeah, yeah. boxing. Um, kickboxing, wrestling, where you at? Like, what's the easiest way? If you got a guy seven feet tall, you got a guy five eight. It doesn't matter when you fight them. How? You got to think about it like this too: the ground, the earth. It's unforgiving. You're not. You're not on a mat. If you mm-hmm. hit some guy with the concrete, they could die. And so you always got to think about that too. If I pick you up, I turn you sideways. Turn you laterally, and I take you to the ground. There's a very good chance you could hit your skull on the, on the concrete, and you could die. So you need to be very aware of that next time you're talking noise to somebody like, "We should fight, we should fight." I'm like, "This dude might shoot a double leg. He's gonna pick you up, and he's gonna introduce you to the earth." So you need to be ready for that. So can you really fight, or are you drunk and you think you can fight? Mm-hmm. So th- that's always got to be in the back of your mind. A lot of trained savages and trained killers know, like, I don't want to pick this dude up. I don't want to hurt this dude because I don't want this dude to die, and I don't want him to sue me. So and usually a lot of their ego has been killed over the last decade of fighting other professional savages that they're just going to be like, ah, all right, you win. You fuck off. Bye. I got to go. I'm not going to fight you. He used the words savages and killers. Uh-huh. You understand what yeah. I mean? Uh-huh. So, when you, you, so have, you, have you been in a street fight recently in the past, I don't know, five <sighs> years? I haven't been in a street fight in, God, it's probably elementary. Do you, talk, a long you talk your way out of it, though. Yeah, and that's how it's always been. And, like, my line of work and everything else is just like, Hey man, not worth it. But you understand, um, but you understand that like you're looking at that person, knowing I have all this training in my pocket. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what you just stepped into. And there's a very good chance he has nothing. But there's also a very good chance that he's like a black belt in judo, and he could hip toss me, or he's a black belt in BJJ, and then I got my work cut out for me. And is that something that I really want to do? But chances are, if he is a high-level black belt in something, he probably doesn't want to fight me either. He's probably going to have his ego in check, too, because that's usually how it goes. Well, I was just going to say, if, if it's somebody that's got uh, every... So we've had a number of fighters on here, men and women, and um, all of them seem to carry themselves in a, in a particular way. And I would imagine that if you come across someone else like that, they're probably not challenge you, challenging you outside of a bar. No, it's, it's, it's something that they, they kind of understand... And when I started training martial arts, you know, I thought I was, like, the toughest, strongest, coolest kid in the world. And then I, I realized very quickly, like, day one, it's like, <laughs> man, I am not this strong, athletic football player that I thought I was. And I'm not – I really legitimately can't do anything in a fight. This 135-pound dude can check me out seven times in five mm. minutes. Like, I'm not an athlete <laughs> anymore. Like, who am I? So it's a very humbling right. um, experience especially when you're going in there thinking that you're a good athlete, you're strong, you're capable, but you realize really quick, like, hey, there's some dudes that can legitimately kill you very quickly kill if you. they want to. 
So yeah, since we, last, since we last talked, you've moved to a different state. Mm-hmm. How hard is it to find that, um, quote unquote, your words, humbling experience where you go to a gym and somebody, you know, can choke you out at 125? I mean, it depends on where you go. It depends on where you're, you're training at. You're training at a, at a place where there's a bunch of like professional fighters at or you're training at a place where people just want to go in there and do some kickboxing drills and get into shape and learn how to fight. Um, a fighter's gym is a lot different than like I call it like a rah rah gym. There's no offense to that, but it, it it all depends on what you want. Do you want to learn how to fight, or do you want to fight how to learn? It, it it's all what you want. Do you want to go there and like I want to burn 1,200 calories in an hour? I don't really care if I know how to hurt anyone, or am I going there to to prepare myself for professional fighting and high level professional fighting? And if you surround yourself with guys like that, it's going to be. Iron sharpens iron, and there's no way out of it. And I was fortunate enough to train in a gym like that for around a decade where there were some high-level dudes, and it was iron sharpen iron, it's kill or be killed, like you need to survive. And if you do, you're going to get better, and you're going to get harder, and you're going to be better off for it. And ultimately, you're going to be humbled because you get humbled every single day mm. when you're there. There's always a bigger fish. Always. Well, speaking of being humbled, there was a uh, – New York investment banker that got caught jerking off by his female employee, Uh-oh. and she dimed him out, and he Why? fired her, and I think she fucked up, because if I walk in on somebody of prominence jerking uh-huh. off, I'm not saying shit, Suddenly I got write a raise. me a check. Yep. Yep. Write me a check. Suddenly I have a raise. Play your cards yep. right. Yeah. It's so, like that thing in Batman where he's just like, I know what this place is, and I want 20 million dollars. Like, you're trying to extort um, <laughs> the most <laughs> sadistic... Um, crazy uh superhero ever and he's like oh i retract my statement <laughs> what? Hey, t- talking about trying to get paid dr yeah. dr dre's wife's trying to get two his ex-wife mm. is trying to get two million dollars a month oh damn two for million dollars a month for what i guess some good punani yeah you know what i mean yeah and two million dollars i, I guess yeah. her punani is top shelf shit um, Not two million dollars a month worth. Better than any fucking aged wine from the Victorian area <laughs> you can you can fucking <laughs> think of. And with, with, with this, I want I want to leave you here, Liam. All right? all right. His name is Larry Wells. All right. This motherfucker bench press, dumbbell bench press, incline, five hundred and fifty pounds. All right. That's two hundred twenty-five pounds per hand. These wow. are the type of people I don't want to fuck with. I don't want to fuck with you. No disrespect. But I damn sure don't want to fuck with this motherfucker, man. And so you run into somebody like that. You can be skilled. You can be this, that, and the other. But power. You talked about power being one of the last things to go. Mm-hmm. All right. His power is going to be around after he dies. But does he know how to punch? Does he? I don't know. Rob- Do I want to find out? Hell no. <laughs> I, w- I would be more willing to find out his power than like a guy that I know that hits hard. Because I, kn- I know if I look at his physique and his body, I'm like, first off, that guy doesn't know how to throw a punch. Second off, you know, he, he probably, can he not only throw a punch? I don't know if he can turn over his fist. I don't know if that puppy can bite. That's what it comes down to. And I don't, third of all, I, this is why. He's going to get tired in about 30 seconds, too. Mm. Third of all, this is why I promote um, running and endurance, because it doesn't matter if he can punch or not, because my ass is going to turn around, and it's going to run away. Yeah, you're going to And you're never going to catch my ass. That, and he's going to get tired in 30 seconds, so yep. he might punch himself out, <laughs> and his gigantic <laughs> biceps and pecs are going to fill doesn't up with matter. blood, and they don't really work. Then I'm going to take him into deep waters, and I'm going to drown him, and I'm going to strangle him. I <laughs> 
<laughs> Liam, this is why you scare me. This, this is why you scare me. This is our original mask off right here, yes, back for a, a second bullshit session, yep, right? Yep. I, I don't mean what you said is bullshit. We, don't don't we, stand what, up. Sit sit we, fucking down, you please. Yeah, we, right. We but, bring our we bring our we bring our mask off guests back in for a second round, third round, fourth see round. See what they're doing. And that's it. Yep. You, you had your mask taken off once. You don't get it twice, buddy. I, I, I want this motherfucker to leave a mask on. And I, <laughs> I thought want, it was pants <laughs> off. <laughs> and and I, want explains the, a lot. I want the mask to look like Elmo, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Wood with that. Is that what you're saying? That is what I'm saying. Liam, is that what you're saying over there? I love what you're saying and what everyone's saying. That is. He, he does. He's very easy to please. Guys. I'm proud of both of you. Thank <sighs> you. Well, thank you. Are you proud thank of you. me? Uh, yes. Yeah, whatever you want us <laughs> yeah, to say, yes. I'll, I'll say it. I, I said yes, really quick. <laughs> say you're quick fucking it. proud of me, kid. <laughs> I'm proud of you to say it. <laughs> Guys, um, this is uh, another NAMO, and that's not a mascot for those of you that don't understand the acronyms. We uh, hope you uh, appreciate and enjoy this. You know where to find us. We're on anchor.fm backslash to what you're saying. That is where you can contribute, and thank you to all of those of you that do. We appreciate that. Um, so what you saying.com and so what you saying at gmail.com. Please send us those emails, uh, not a mask off. So we're going to read those emails next week. So send them in, be a little bit clever. Don't just say good job or you suck because we're never going to read them. We just delete them once they come in. So gang, gang member dies in prison after smuggling MC M16 in his anus. An M16, which I think is a rifle, in his anus. First a, of all... You got a big old ass. Where's your street cred? All right, because you're taking a lot of things and putting a lot of things up your ass. I want to see your prison wallet. And, 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 and the fact that it went off in your ass is on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're trying to do shit for your homies? <sighs> your homies don't give a fuck about you. He looks no. like a clown. Yeah, he... he I just want to see the dude that's sticking that in his bottom. Like, you're almost there. That's called yeah. good. You can almost do it. You're so close. <laughs> Yeah. You're up to the trigger, bro. (laughs) Take a deep breath. Then that motherfucker had to shit and the trigger got Relax. Uh, That's terrible. Relax. The stuff you could could shove up in your ass. You never know. You you never know. Nope, nope, nope. And um, I don't even know what else to say there, but Keith, Liam, it was a pleasure. Thank you. We out. Yeah, God bless you, guys.